In a not-so-stable world, it is crucial to amplify the right message. At the Stream Grace Network, our goal is to do just that. We are adding to our stable of podcasters every month, and we are growing. This is where you come in. We want to share in that growth. If you are a small business owner looking to grow your business, we'd love it if you'd consider allowing one of our podcasters to endorse you, your products, or services. The best part is that endorsement will never stop running in any episode it is a part of, ever. This is a unique and rare benefit in digital advertising. We want everything we do to be uplifting and to encourage positive growth. And we'd love to partner with you. For more information, visit us online at StreamGrace.com or email us at support at StreamGrace.com. God bless. Hello and welcome to my corner of the digital universe. Prepare to dive deep, get real, get close, and find out entirely too much about people you likely don't even know. I am Jeremy Griffin, and these are my conversations. So grab a coffee and get comfortable, because here we go. You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. I've said that twice. I just now said it. Oh, actually, I didn't say it the first time. Well, no, you didn't. Well, technically you did oh i did yeah technically technically yeah because you're really the same person so yeah. technically you kind of did that's but true you just said it in a female voice so i did hey today's podcast <laughs> exactly. we're, getting, we're getting all technical and, spirit, and spiritual at the same time dear lord today's podcast is brought to you by the joyful bean.com uh get out there joyful bean the joyful bean.com go online check out the coffees i'm telling you right now it's uh it's some good stuff that jamaica blue mountain coffee's pretty stellar and uh, i like the specialty flavors sparky shine's a good one um oak city sunset i'm doing these by memory so i don't remember if it's actually there but I, i'm fairly certain there's like oak city sunset or something that's really good you're doing it by memory yeah you're impressed aren't you yeah at our age yeah you're doing it by yeah, memory it's pretty strong <laughs> uh yeah so oak city sunset is uh is killer stuff uh again the joyfulbean.com we love them nice. you love them because you gotta got gotta love a good cup of joe that well, felt like a well, yeah, line, right? That, that, actually, that was that was really good. Joining me today did again. You, did you save that? <laughs> no, I'm recording. You're I recording. Think. <laughs> I think. I mean, you I'm think? I'm gonna double check, but yeah, uh, my guest today is uh, John Downey, which uh, you are the first a part de on the podcast. Oh, really? Yes, I'm the first part de part de. de. <laughs> Don't you remember Hot Shots part? Yeah, de? part de. Yeah, I remember Hot Shots. As soon as you said it, that's the first thing that came into my mind was yeah. uh, Charlie Sheen trying to be Rambo and stuff. That was that was crazy. <laughs> trying nothing. That that man could do it. That's <laughs> Charlie, not true. Charlie Sheen. Oh um, yeah, it's our part two, and here's why. That's okay. a whole another part three. <laughs> man, it is. And and honestly, just just so you guys know, uh, on conversations, typically we do biographies, and we did that with with uh, JD, JP, and John, uh, all three of them. Um, the last podcast we did, we covered some biography stuff today. Yeah, we're, yeah, we did. Yeah, we we're did. just, it's conversations. We're just gonna have a conversation and, uh, uh, while I drink this right here. Right. Exactly. I've already finished my coffee, so I'm good to go outside of the occasional burp that might come across the mic. Okay. That'll work. But if I do it, you have to do it. Oh, I do. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, don't, um, I, have, I don't have one yet. Oh, well, yeah, you'll get there. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, so last time we talked, we talked about a lot of stuff, your, your time in radio. Um, but I felt like this was important to talk about today. We're going to cover a bunch of stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. actually, I don't know. Cause time's a ticking away okay. today. Yeah. As we record, this is the election. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The election, the election. And, uh, we voted. Did you vote? Yeah. Yeah. Talking to the listeners. I know I'm answering for <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I mean, I'm saying yes to you. yes. We voted. We voted. Like yeah. I'm affirming you. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I voted two weeks ago. And oh, you did? I, was, I waited till today. I was, I was lazy. You know what's so funny? I did the absentee thing. I've talked about this before, but yeah. you know, people aren't religious about listening to the podcast. It doesn't matter. It's the first time for somebody. So I, uh, I registered, or I was on Facebook, and I got yeah. that standard like vote thing. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Inundating us yeah. with voting things. Yeah. And I thought I'm sick of this. If I click it, maybe it'll go away. Yeah. So I clicked it, and it took me to register or whatever. Dude. That's nice. Um, it took me to register, which I'm already registered, nice but I was like, you, you know what I can do? I can change my party affiliation, which I did. Cause that was fun. Cause I was registered oh, really? independent. Oh, you were? Yes. Ah. You know what I changed to? Oh, well, yeah, I know what you changed to. Yeah. Only because anarchist wasn't an option. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it wasn't on yours? No. Which I one did I get? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> well... <laughs> Yeah, man, there's so many places to go. <laughs> right must, there. must have been in another dimension. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, yeah. So I, I registered, uh, changed my party affiliation from independent to libertarian mm-hmm. and uh, requested because it said it right there. It's like, do you want an absentee ballot? And I'm like, sure. Why not? Why not? Because you know what? I don't have to stand in line. I, I can vote right now. It, well, you know, it, the lines actually. Um, well, where I went. Yeah, there there wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. A line. It wasn't packed. I mean, because I, I went, I have to drive over to, uh, oh, what's that place? I forgot the name of South it. South Dakota, because yep. you're voter fraud. Yeah, pretty much. I yeah. knew it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had to go to Hill, it's uh, Hillcrest Church of Christ in Tecumseh. Oh, oh, wow. So I had to drive all the way over there because I actually, I live in Shawnee, but yeah. I, I drove all the way over there and um, I got there. I went like after 12 o'clock, like afternoon. Oh, because that's all farmland, man. Pretty much. And so those guys all voted at four this yeah, morning. Yeah, they probably did, yeah. And so, yeah, because I got over there, and there was people there. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's people there, and they're voting and everything. Did you have I, to get in an alphabetical line? No. Oh, see, I did, that's... I, yeah, I just walked in. That's the and, first sign that you're at a small polling place. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. right here. Yeah, because I just walked in, and there was this elderly lady in front of me, and then this guy behind me, and uh, she got her stuff and moved over, and, you know, and then... I came up there and they found my name, did just, my stuff. It was it, I was in and out like quick. Just not a uh, not a, a not so subtle segue. It wasn't segregated. The lines. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. No, and I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get beat up for voting. You didn't. No, I did not. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Now, I, now, now, I have family members that did. Okay. Like for real. Yeah. Oh yeah. For real. This, oh yeah. This year. Like. Tonight? Oh no. This year. <laughs> Like just now? No, no. Because I mean, you're really responding well to that. Yeah. I gotta say. <laughs> no, 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 um, no. Back in the day, um, and it's funny. It's funny you mentioned it because I figured we would probably talk about that. Because um, I I posted that I voted on Facebook and I and I thanked my family members and the civil rights leaders of the past for making, making that happen. Making, making that happen. Heck yeah. Because without them, I wouldn't be able to vote. Yeah. Um, for those of you who haven't figured out yet, yes, John's black. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm still. I, I know we, we had I to, question that um, still. Well, you're, you're, he's horrible, man. <laughs> but listen, but, uh, all I'm saying is, let me see a DNA test. <laughs> I want to see your. What is that? You, that, need, you need to see my birth certificate I, too. I, I want to know. In my tax Are records. Are you actually from America? <laughs> Let's be real. No, but yeah, but no. Um, 
Um, it's on my mom's side. We had a family member that. Uh, family <laughs> distraction. Yeah, distraction. My bad. <laughs> family member that actually went to the polls to vote, and um, he uh, he definitely got beat. I mean, beat so bad that they thought he was dead. Wow. Um, because they just um, because actually the house that my mom lives in now is where they dropped him off at. They just drove by and threw him out the car and kept on going. Wow. And left him there for dead. Um, not to make light of it, but at least they took him home. <laughs> true. <laughs> That's true. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Again, not to make light yeah, of it. That's but, a big deal. But, but yeah, yeah. And, and it's the truth. And that's, and that's exactly what happened. And I'm, uh, you know, uh, when, when, when was that? What, I would have to, I would have to call my mom and ask her. That was, oh gosh. I mean, it's your mom's brother. You said, right? No, no, oh, not sorry, my mom's sorry. brother. I believe it was, hold on. I want to say it was my mom's uncle. Okay. So we're talking, it's probably late sixties. Yeah, gotta be Early late sixties. Yeah, yeah, it's late. It's probably late. It's probably late sixties. Yeah. So, but I would have to. I would have to ask my mom. And actually, you know what? I wish she lived in Oklahoma still. Mm. Um, she's back home in Mississippi. Um, because actually, she would be a good person for you to have. Oh, on the show. that would be awesome. If we you, can do a call in. That's true. We could do a call in. You know what? I might ask her. If she's willing yeah, to do ask that. Ask her to do it, and, and we'll have you and her on yeah, the call in. We'll yeah, but yeah, because see, um, um, I think the listeners would learn a whole lot because I mean to hear her tell the story. Mm-hmm. Um, or retell it because it was it's something that's been passed down um, for her to tell that story and just any other stories that um, you might want to know about my family background. Um, she's the best person to go to because I mean, um, like she can tell the story about my grandparents, uh, her parents who helped start like the first school for African Americans in the state of Mississippi. Oh, how cool! So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, and my grandfather being one of the first black principals in the state. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of family history there. A lot of things that I'm I'm grateful for that uh, my family um, did to make things possible for me. Yeah. So this is kind of what I want to talk about because I find this absolutely fascinating. Okay. What? Okay. So, <clears throat> and uh, I don't have these things pulled up in front of me, but suffice to say, anybody can research this and find it out. Yeah, we'll we'll ad we'll lib it. Yeah. Um. So in today's climate. <laughs> Wow. In today's climate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't I don't remember times since I've been alive where racial tension was so high. And okay. and it, where I was, you know what I'm saying? Like um yeah. and 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 obviously this is uh doesn't count like specific regions. I think racial tensions have always been high in certain regions of the country. But I agree. But across the whole country mm-hmm. to have this kind of global or nationwide mm. sense of like um us versus them i mean that's mm. really the vibe right well this is the first time you say that you know because i know you say that yeah is what interject with i think this is the first time i've ever seen um how should i put it i'll just come out and say it yeah this is the first time i've ever seen such a division within your race oh yeah dude I've never seen such a division between um, us Asian Hispanics are. <laughs> shut up! We cannot get, we, we just, he's stupid. No, well, well, just within the Caucasian population in this in this country, I have never seen such a division between between you. I mean, I've never in my in my lifetime, I've never seen this. Which is weird because it's, it's very, and it's very it's very it's very interesting. To, it's very interesting to sit yeah. back and watch. I, it's funny yeah. to me because I'm looking at it going, ah, uh, what? <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, I, well, I mean? see, it, it all it all start it all started with um, uh, with uh, Virginia. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's where it started. And because I remember I remember watching the headlines and then watching the news and just watching what was going on. And I'm like, I looked at Misty. I was like, white folks killing white folks. I'm like, whoa, hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's I was new, like over over what? No, I'm it's, like, listen, what? it's a new thing we're trying. Oh, shut I up. Mean, <laughs> you're so stupid. Why not? You know, I mean, hey, it, well, you know, here, here's the thing. It's but, so, yeah, but that, that's 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 the biggest thing for me. And, weird. And, and and I'm sure somebody who's. Uh, black who may be listening to this or Hispanic or whatever or Asian will probably say the same thing mm-hmm. because we've never seen that happen within your community. Yeah. Never. Ever. Within ours? Yes. Over stupid stuff. Well, yeah. White people kill people. White. That's weird. Yeah. That's a true statement. In uh, white people kill white people over like the stand I'll say standard things. Yeah. You know what I'm like theft. Theft. You know, yeah, or yeah. Robbery. Just whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not you know it's never racial it's never racial and that and that's and that's what's interesting but what's strange is they're killing each other mm-hmm. over racial issues that aren't them thank you it doesn't pertain to them it doesn't pertain yeah. to them and, and see and see that, that's and weird see, well and see the and that's the thing and that's what's funny about it is they're fighting because the people that are standing the people that are standing for us yeah standing with us are the ones fighting right you know, and that's what's really that's what's really interesting about it. And it's it's crazy to see. And you know what? It's crazy to see. But at the same time. At the same time, I think uh, the rest of us, the rest of us as minorities are actually kind of happy to see it because we're like, well, dude, where the hell have you guys been? Yeah. But so here's, here's, here's the funny thing, though. There's, there's two but things. But a lot of that has to do with generations, too. Well, sure. But yeah. here's here's something I want to just point out, because I find this also interesting. Mm. Um Speaking as from a world population standpoint, okay, uh, I represent fifteen percent of the world. In other words, Caucasians are the minority worldwide. Mm. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's true. Fundamentally, if you look at the, yeah, if you look at the world at the world, yes, that's true. But the other thing is, I I want to make this point. Now, I don't know. Okay, first let me just say I don't know anyone personally, mm-hmm. or even second or third hand that I'm aware of, mm-hmm. that is part of this violence in the white crowd of people mm-hmm. um who are supporting um i want to sp- be specific who are supporting blm because i believe that okay. that's that's what we're talking about here we're not yeah. talking about people specifically just standing up for african americans mm-hmm. but that particular movement mm-hmm. um because i know lots of people who who absolutely support the rights of african americans because yeah. there's no distinction yeah american 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 yeah. but my point is is that I would I believe that is virtue signaling run rampant. Okay. Not across the board. I mean, I can't, you know, again, I don't know them. Yeah. But it's like you, when you watch the escalation, not just in this particular topic, when you just watch the escalation of any and everything, right? Yeah. Um, from environmental stuff to whatever, it's all about, well, this is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm willing to do. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of that, because I would argue the actions of most of these Caucasians in supporting BLM mm-hmm. have hurt BLM. Yes. Yes. Regardless of whether people are like grateful or whatever, that's actually hurt BLM because Mm -hmm. they don't care about the actual end game. They care about what it looks like to others. They care about their reflection. I want everybody to know how great I am standing up for the oppressed. Mm -hmm. They don't care who the oppressed is. They don't care who you are. Yeah. They just care about people thinking they're really great. 
Yeah. And, and I think that's the difference. You and I have a long relationship Mm -hmm. and I'm not getting on Facebook saying, uh, here's my black friends. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I, and, and I'm, no, I mean, I will after this post or after this podcast. Oh, yeah, me too. Because I'm be like, here's my white friend, Jeremy. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get online and be like, hey, I have like seven black friends, guys. So. Dude, I have like five white guys that I know. Maybe they're my friends. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? Like, like my, my, I'm not out there because, and, and, and I know this sounds, gosh, it sounds, I don't even know what to call it, but man, I just don't think in those terms. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, it, and it frustrates me to, to, for people to make any kind of distinction. I think that's actually what drives the wedge. In the first place, injustice is injustice, regardless of the color of your skin. That's true. Period. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can be purple. to make a difference. Now, I think yeah. of a person that only rises up against injustice, and you can look at their record. They only rise up against it when it, it, and it becomes about color or mm-hmm. race. Well, yeah. then I think that's a problem. I would say that's racist. No yeah. matter which way you go. Yeah. If they only rise up against black injustice and never against any other race, even yeah. their own, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, that is weird. Injustice is injustice. And no that's matter, my no problem. Matter, no matter what it is. Exactly. And yeah. I think my kinship with all human beings is mm-hmm. that. That's what I love about people in general. When I find somebody who I know has good character, who ha- who's authentic, mm-hmm. and who stands for the same things I stand for, that's it. That's my commonality. That's when yeah. I have a relationship with somebody. Gotcha. Anyway. Well, no, no, I understand. No, I totally, I totally agree with you. And I understand what you're saying about the um, those people that are actually hurting uh, BLM or have heard it, but then again, I mean, but then again, too, you've got the people, you've got the people that are a part of it that aren't hurting it, and then you got the people that aren't a part of Black Lives Matter but are still standing up for injustice, no matter who it is, right? Who are still getting attacked because maybe at the point in time that they're standing up for injustice, it happens to be for somebody who is black, but then you've got somebody who's a racist. Right. right. <laughs> you know, coming against them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, it's and like so, trying to sort through. You've got this massive crowd of people. And of course, there's great high character people in the crowd. And yeah. there's a lot of them that aren't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And what do you do with that? I mean, it's like, yeah, they suck. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're and that, do, and, that's, and that's straight across the board. That's where the yes. white, black, Latino doesn't make a right. difference. That's yeah. irrelevant. Yeah. So character is character no matter what color you are. Right. So. Well, well you, and, and, you know, we've talked about this, you know, off off air, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't support BLM. Not the, not the idea. I don't support their mm-hmm. movement yeah. as a political thing. Like yeah. that's, yeah. that's my deal. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, what's unfortunate. It's kind of like, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian. If I started an organization called Christians lives matter and it was a neo-Nazi organization, a lot of Christians <laughs> around the country would be forced to say they don't support CLM. <laughs> that's true you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah and it's not fair because what would then people are like you don't support christians you're crazy no actually i don't support neo-nazis but they're called christian lives matter like I, what's in a name that's true and and that's my deal um and and blm has changed this I don't which know, is crazy because a lot of neo-nazis think they're christians but anyway go ahead. that is crazy you know yeah. i've never understood that like Dude, I, back in the day when i'd watch this is going to date me when i'd watch phil donahue with my grandma oh my god i know i remember you might as well says sally jesse but go ahead no, I watch that too. <laughs> okay, see, but <laughs> i remember seeing neo-nazis and they talked about being christians and i'm like i can't reconcile that yeah i didn't even know what a, a nazi was i just knew that they had a lot of hate <laughs> yeah and it's, yeah and, and, and it's like but you're it's, talking about jesus, jesus. i'm yeah, confused how, yeah yeah that's what i'm saying that's i'm like are you sure you're not are, to mention? Have how you read stupid. the Bible? Have you read the Bible? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, dude, I can't even figure out how much of an absolute mental 
oh gosh, how dumb do you have to be to not recognize that Jesus was not a Caucasian human? It's true. That's very true. I just don't understand how you can be a Christ follower yeah. and then be racist, period, actually. I don't yeah, I don't well, understand. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. How can you be how can you be uh, a racist and then say you love Jesus? I'm like, dude, yeah. you do. That's why I said, have you read the Bible? Exactly. That's why. That's why pull him aside and go, dude. Have you actually read it? I was yeah. Like, because well, they wouldn't talk totally, to you. You are totally. Contra- <laughs> you're right. They're not. You are totally contradicting exactly what Jesus said. I At mean, every like, turn, major contradiction. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, how are you? Where did you find this? Because right. I've read it cover to cover a billion times. Yeah. And studied it. And, and I've I've never seen that in there. And so, I think here's the deal. Because trust I, me, if it was in there, I'd be like, oh, yeah, but it, it's not in there. Well, of course. But I think the reality is what we're talking about here are the extremes. And the yeah. extremes aren't the problem, right, in general. Yeah. Like, yeah. we can see that. People look at neo-Nazis. Nobody's like, and I know people want to go, Trump didn't denounce. Didn't How many times does a guy, like, every time they ask him, will you renounce this? Yeah. Every time. And that's true of pretty much everybody. I've seen that happen constantly. Like, yeah. will you, l- l- listen, um, I, I I, I, I denounce, renounce, whatever, white supremacy. I'm just going to get that out there so anyone's concerned. <laughs> and I know that I'll get asked that again. Will you do that? Anyway, my point is, we all know that these extremes. If you get asked that, you let, dude, me, let me know. I will. It'll be a Facebook post. Uh, yeah, let me, let or me know. Or a Facebook message. Yeah, let me, let me know if you get asked that. Um, but I think that the bottom line is and all that, it's like there's not, in general, the population has zero problem. Like everyone agrees that's stupid and evil. Yeah. And and even the other side, whatever the other side is of that, I mean, I don't, I don't know that there's a black supremacy by that name or an Asian supremacy by that no, name. Yeah. But any kind of extreme. Yeah. Because there, because there are, there are, there are, um, there are, um, African American groups out there that are supremacists. They just they don't go. They don't by go that, by the name. Don't go by that right. Name. Yeah. But but nobody, I think everybody's like in agreement. Yeah, that's stupid. Nobody agrees. But yeah. the problem is the middle of the road. The problem is the crowd. Mm-hmm. Where does the and I think the crowd lives in a state of ignorance. Oh yeah, you oh, know no, what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. and, and and I think this is you know for me this is one of the cool things about being to have this conversation um, with you is that you know let's just talk about some realities from our perspective because yeah. your perspective is just yours no matter how we slice it. Mine's just mine. Yeah. And mine don't represent, don't, mine no, don't represent, mine, don't. mine does not represent all, all, uh, Asian Hispanics or it definitely does not Asian Hispanic. Hey, listen, I've never met my dad, so don't be telling me. I don't know. I don't know. I could be at least a quarter of both. You know, there's a bunch, there's a bunch of those running around, by the way, just to let you know. I know. But no. no, but 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 you know, white guys. I don't represent every one of their opinion. Yeah. No more than you would represent every of, African every American. Black, every black guy's opinion. Right. Yeah, because yeah, because we don't want to be you know as a as a um as a fellow podcaster of mine, uh, Ken. Um, what's his last name? Melbourne. Melbourne. I can't. I can't pronounce his last name. Anyway, <laughs> um, he uh he always talks about force ambassadorship, mm. and that's a that's a that's a that's a big thing, and that's always been a big thing, obviously on on yeah on on our end. Um, yeah, how many times have I heard, you know, you as a black man? Yeah, that's that's it, right? I'm assuming that's yeah. the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't represent every <laughs> black man in America. I mean, right. what I have to say doesn't mean <laughs> crap. You know, what I'm saying it's from it's from my own personal perspective. Yeah, not from the perspective of the entire African American community. Doesn't that you say know? so much about the idea, though, in in general? 
the fact that you don't represent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. That's 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 what's reality. Yeah. I wish people could grab a hold. Yeah, of that. and 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 they and they're still and they're still having a hard time getting a hold of that. And they're, they're now they're now they're trying. I'm not going to say they're not because I mean, in, in light of everything that's happened, uh, people have people have finally started to realize. Oh my gosh, I actually do that. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, you know, and, they, and they've realized, oh, I didn't know I was putting you in that position. You're right. You don't represent every, yeah. you know, which I, is, which is good. It is really good. That's good. Yeah. I want to throw this out because I find this really interesting and it's a very personal situation, but I remember hearing somebody say this the other, uh, like on TV that a white guy would never know what it's like to have to teach his kids how to deal with a traffic stop. Okay. Now I've heard I've heard people say that politicians. Let's be real. I've heard politicians say that. Depends on the white guy. It does, and this depends is my point. White, it depends on the. I've white heard guy. them say that, but what's so weird is I absolutely taught my kids how to deal with the traffic stop, and you know why? What I told them, I said, I don't want you to get shot. Mm-hmm. Now, now I've been accused like white people have been accused of not being able to relate to the idea of maybe getting shot. What was my perspective? My perspective was this: any. It, and this was years ago. My kids have been driving for a while. <laughs> yeah. But what I taught them was when you get pulled over, when you see siren or see lights, mm-hmm. immediately pull to the side. Yeah. Don't won't wait for them to get up behind you. Pull off to the side. Mm-hmm. If they're you, if it's you, they'll pull behind you. If it's not you, they'll go past. So just yeah. pull off to the side. I said, uh, roll your windows down, take your key out of the car, put it on the dash, put your hands on the dash. Now I taught them to do that because any kind of quick movement is bad. And I, I did it because I did ride alongs with some police officers mm-hmm. overnight. Yeah. And, and they would come back and like, I remember a guy said, Hey, watch him because he said he had a gun, blah, blah, blah. Just watch him, mm-hmm. you know, just different things. And I thought, yeah. you know, it's good. I want this police officer to feel safe when they come up to the car yeah. so that we have a good exchange. Yeah. So my whole point is for, for the presumption, just because I'm white, mm-hmm. I don't have an understanding at least that I, more to the point that I didn't tell my kids mm-hmm. about the possible risk of getting shot by a police officer. Mm-hmm. I think is a ridiculous assumption. Now they may say they being anybody who would disagree with me mm-hmm. may say, yeah, but that was just, Oh, you didn't need to do that. <laughs> well, you can say that, but there's plenty of people that got shot by mistake, regardless of color of skin because of yeah. quick action, grabbing over here to get the insurance or whatever. Yeah. And I think there's two, there's two sides of that coin. Yeah. And I'll, I'll start with the first side. The first side of that coin is what you're saying is true. There are a lot of people regardless of skin color who have been shot by mistake for quick actions. That is a fact. And you can look that up. That's statistics. Um, but the f- other side of that coin are the other statistics. Yeah. That nine times out of 10, if, if you and I are in two separate cars at 10 o'clock at night, Mm-hmm. Driving through, through driving through downtown Tecumseh, you are not going to get stopped. I will because I have very dark windows. They don't know. <laughs> but what but I'm, saying, you're yeah, saying. You're, I'm saying, yeah, you yeah, and and I know this because I've lived in Tecumseh, right? And I know it'll happen. I, and the same thing will happen in Newcastle if you and I are in two separate cars at eleven o'clock at night, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, even if we're both doing the speed limit, I'm going to get stopped. You are not, and that yeah. that's a fact. I can prove that. Well, yeah. I think, and that's, I don't disagree with you, and that and that is, and that's not. And that's not saying you can't teach your kids that. And that's yeah. not saying what you did was wrong. You're not wrong. The, per, the people that yeah. people that's wrong are the people pulling up, pulling me over. <laughs> right. You know that's not so, that's I'm not I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming the system. Right. 
So I would just challenge this because I don't so, I don't know, but how do you how do you know it's because of the color of your skin? That it's just it's just a general general question. question? Yeah. How do you know that's their motive? How do I know that's their motive? Yeah. Because I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm I, I my my all of my all of my lights are good, my signals are good, I have insurance. But car it, the car is legal. I'm I doing, hear you. I'm doing the speed limit. Right. And everybody else around me is doing the speed limit. But it goes back to what pull, we said but before. You pull, but you pull me over. Right. I know. But you said 10 o'clock at night, which you have to admit, any at 10 o'clock at night, you're not necessarily going to see into these windows to be able to know. If you pull up behind somebody, you don't yeah. know if they're white or black. True. Now, you can look at a car and be stereotypical and go, oh, well, he's low riding and got curb feelers. See, I've, see, I've seen that happen, too. <laughs> but would yeah. you also agree a low riding, curb feeling car statistically mm-hmm. could belong to a gang member, regardless of the color of the, the skin. skin? That's true. Which is what I was going to come to, because yeah. I, was, I was also going to come to this. The other, you know, because people say, um, people, you know, <laughs> I, just, people, people, I still don't think it's a cum, so I just think that's funny in general. Uh, oh, yeah. You know what well, I mean? Hap- dude, I'm picturing it, that. In th- it happened to me on yeah. a regular basis when I lived there. Nope, mm. nope, nope, no BS. That's because they know who you are. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm infamous. <laughs> but what I was going to say was, that's not necessarily, um, you know, if somebody, if somebody were to get upset at you over that, mm-hmm. say if a black person were to get upset at you. Oh, upset <laughs> oh they are for that <laughs> they shouldn't for the simple fact that what they seem to forget is um uh in the 60s and 70s hippies used to get pulled over all the time absolutely and true. they were white dudes with long hair and beards just like long just like white dudes with long hair and beards and tattoos who are drive who are riding motorcycles who aren't white supremacists who are just out just riding right. minding their own business will get pulled over right and I know this because I have friends, right. white friends. I have white friends, but I'm just pointing it out that I, I do. I have friends that are metalheads, piercings, tattoos, the whole nine, long hair, and will get pulled over just right. for the heck of it. Right. And they're not and they're not black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because because the, because the officer has made an assumption and mm-hmm. that assumption is wrong. You know, what I mean, and I will say this. The problem with so, that overall is. If you're going to pull someone over because of the color of their skin, that's something you can't do anything about. No. If I have a certain look about me, that's mm-hmm. a choice, right? That so if I'm going to look yeah, like a hippie a or whatever, you know, all that those examples. Choice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I guess the thing is, my bigger point in any of it, I, mm-hmm. and I totally get that. I think yeah. that's, so on the police side of that, I mean, yeah. you you have their, their anecdotal experience. I don't think police are going by statistics. I think they're going by their own experience. If yeah. their, if their conflicts always, and it's self-fulfilling by the way, if their yeah. conflict is always with Hispanics, mm-hmm. then they're going to look at Hispanics suspiciously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now here's the deal. If you look at Hispanics suspiciously, your conflict's probably going to always be with Hispanics. True. That's my point. Like it's self-fulfilling in that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you also have to realize too that not not all Hispanics are that way. No, exactly. Because that's the thing you're right. you're you're making you're again you're making an assumption. Yeah, that guy that you know like the like the last couple of times I've been stopped. Right. I'm on my way home from work. Right. I'm tired. I ain't work. I ain't. You know what I'm saying? I'm minding my own business. But the assumption you're making is that that's why they stopped you. They could have just stopped you because they stopped you. I'm not saying that's not true. Yeah. I'm just saying that I yeah. think our challenge. Our challenge as a, as a society mm-hmm. is, are we going to assume the worst or assume the best mm-hmm. outside of evidence? Listen, yeah. evidence is evidence. Yeah. But I would argue that statistics are not evidence. They're yeah. tendencies. Yeah. And and they're factually what happened, but it doesn't equate to evidence of motive. It's just yeah. numbers. Well, you know, because also, too, a lot of times I think I think I've been stopped because they were bored. It, yeah. Right. Which is true, because I mean, because like the last time I got stopped. <laughs> 
Uh, that's the worst reason. Yeah, well, to get yeah, well, yeah, no, seriously. I think it was because the last time I got stopped, it was like broad daylight. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was because you were black. Oh, shut up. Man. Okay, it's all, I put, <laughs> I'm making a right turn, but I made a right turn into the left lane. Oh. And I used my signal. Yeah. But the cop still pulled me over. And he goes, you know, you made an illegal lane change. I went, really? <laughs> you stopped me for that. It was Tecumseh, wasn't it? No, it was in Shawnee. Oh, okay. And I'm like, really? And, and But, you know, he checked my insurance yeah. and, my, and my license and he let me go. Yeah. But he stopped me. You know why? He was bored. Right. Trust me. I know he was just bored. Because how often, how often, how often has somebody done an illegal lane change in front of a cop and I've been pulled over? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I right. knew he was bored. So I, at this point, I know he didn't pull me over for that reason. I'm like, okay, you were just bored. You didn't have nothing else to do. Yeah. You just went, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Great. So sorry. Now I got to edit. <laughs> Thank but, you. <laughs> My bad. I'm putting it in my <laughs> putting it in my notes right now. Oh. <laughs> twenty eight. Twenty eight. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like I'm just like at that point. At that point, I don't know. I don't know what makes me more mad. You know, I'm like I'd rather you just stop me because I was black at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no right. You know what I mean? You stopped me because you were bored, dude. I got other things to do, man. Did you just stop me for this when like? 10 other people did the exact same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we do it every day in front of cops and you never get stopped. Right. But you know, like I said, this guy was probably just bored out of his mind. Yeah. And I could, and I, and I, I could tell that just from his demeanor. Yeah. He stopped me just, just because. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, 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 and I wasn't upset about it. I yeah. was like, yeah, whatever. I always like this when I, when I got my concealed carry license, um, you go through that class. I don't know if you've been through the class, but they have, it's basically a law class is what yeah. it is, you know, and uh, mine was led by a lawyer and he said, now I'm not saying you're not going to get a ticket, but every time, you know, they the police uh, appreciate citizens that are carrying and, and mm-hmm. helping protect blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I've gotten a ticket every single time I've been pulled over when I said, oh, by the way, I'm carrying. Oh, good. Here's your ticket. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And here's what's funny. Why? Well, they didn't give me a ticket for carrying. They gave me a ticket for whatever I was doing, but but they didn't have any leniency on me. I mean, probably because I'm white. I don't know. No. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I no. don't know why. What? Oh, you're white. I thought you were Asian Hispanic. Well, <laughs> crap. I really broke. I broke the illusion for everybody. No. So because you're Asian Hispanic, that's why I pulled you. That's over. probably what it was. Yeah, you know what's <laughs> funny though? I literally I went like three, four, five years, maybe six years without ever getting pulled over, and in one month I got pulled over three times and got tickets all three times. Really? Yeah. It made, why? Oh my gosh. Well, all of them were speeding tickets, but let me just get through what yeah. they were because it was really one of them. I was turning out onto Sooner Road, um, out there like south, right? So yeah. bet- between Norman and and I two forty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know it's got all those curves, so when you're turning out, you're kind of gunning it because you don't know who's. Oh, gonna you don't be, know who's coming. Yeah, right. You know who's coming so around I the corner. came yeah. around, I gunned it, and and I literally as soon as you got up the road, he's right there. He was coming at, at me. You. Yeah, yeah. And got, so got you. Yeah. and so and I was only going. I mean, I I'm sure I was like it was over ten. I was like mm-hmm. eleven miles over or something. Twelve. Yeah. And he reduced it, but I'm like. I'm trying to not get hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, and then the other time and I, and one time was just a legitimate, I was speeding. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was uh, on 23rd street was my first one. I was going like 55 and a 45 and you know, it's a two lane road. It feels like it should be 55. It's just <laughs> yeah, one of those yeah. things <laughs> or four lane. You were moving, man. I was, I was cruising. cruising. And then the third one, I was, uh, down in Oklahoma city coming Mm. off the interstate. Yeah. And this one made me mad. And I told the guy all about it. (laughs) I was coming off the interstate towards the arena and with the new Oklahoma Boulevard exit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm coming over that bridge, Mm -hmm. you know, off of going 60. 
Yeah. And I'm coasting to my stop. I'm easing on the brake, but it's it slows all the way down to 35 or 25 yeah. before you get to the intersection. Yeah. Well, apparently it changes to 45 at the top of that bridge. Well, I'm coming off the interstate, so like I'm slowing down. But when I got to that top of that bridge, he said, I got you at the top of the bridge going 55. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I was slowing. What's the problem? I had to slow down. And he said, it's it's 45. And I'm like, well, not till down here. No, it's 45 right up there. And then later I went back and looked. There is a sign there. But I'm like, dude, you're just trying to get money. <laughs> yeah, because he, yeah. And first of all, actually, you know what? That. Because um, there is a grace period, I thought, when it changes that you have a yeah, period of time. Yeah, yeah, because he, first of all, I would think, I would think they should move that sign. Yeah, I would think because because why would you put that sign so close to people coming off the expressway? Right. When you know they have to have time to slow down, you should put it further up. Right. So they have that time to slow down. And maybe that man, maybe they did. Anyway, it frustrated me. Yeah, I can understand. To say the least. Yeah, he was trying to get money. Must have been the first of the month. Yeah. Well, and I just told the guy, I'm like, dude, come on, man. I said I've gotten three tickets. You're my third ticket, and I said I have none of them have been like this excessive. I'm just you know whatever. Yeah. And. uh Man, it didn't matter. I got one. I got my ticket. But, you know, anyway, all that, you know, the, what I want to talk about, like we're talking about police and race. And yeah. I think, obviously, that's, I mean, that's what's been in the news. But I think yeah. what's a deeper issue is race, period. Yeah. Like, we have lived in this uh, country for, I mean, as a country for 244 years mm-hmm. or more, really. Um, race has always been a factor. Yeah. With some people, not with everybody. Yeah. Um, racism has been around since the existence of human beings and different races. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll argue maybe the Tower of Babel biblically is maybe where some of it maybe start. I don't know. But but when you well, look. A prime example is. Uh, um, well, it's 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 well, it's in the Bible. Well, yeah. Well, dude, just just Moses Jews, wife. Well, exactly. Well, even Jews and Samaritans. Yeah. What what uh, what. Oh, gosh. What. um. I can't even think of what scripture that is now. I can't remember. I think it's where, where she was from Midian. Yeah. Cause yeah. Zipporah and I think it was, it was it Miriam. I think it was Miriam that had a problem with her. And so the oh. Lord struck her with leprosy. I think, I think it's in Ooh. what Leviticus. That's a plan. Numbers. <laughs> can't remember to look it up, but wouldn't yeah. that be easy? We just yeah. ask the Lord would strike every racist with lip- leprosy. <laughs> then we'd know. We would just know. Oh, but yeah. he's a racist. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. That's I say it's, it's been around since the dawn of time, which is interesting because um, um, people, it's, it, 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 and see, this is the other thing I want to mention. It's so funny. We, we were talking about the, we're talking about people who are racist, who, who are, who are Christians. Right. People, people, people seem to forget that the woman that's the woman that is talked about in song of Solomon is not white. <laughs> <laughs> people don't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, you need to do your research guys. It's, it's, Nobody's it's, white in the Bible. Yeah. Pretty much, I yeah, mean, really, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're yeah. all Middle Eastern and African. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying people, people don't, don't, don't realize this. And and I'm just there like, are the some Asians, the yeah, Far East, Far East. Yeah, because yeah. I'm saying people, people, people don't realize that that the Bible is a melting pot of people. It's not mm-hmm. one race, right? So the the one race is called human beings. Yeah. And in fact, I think this is one thing that's really cool about the Bible that we could really learn something from is that when you start looking at it in terms of there are angels, there is uh, demons, there mm-hmm. are um, the, Nephilim, yeah, the Nephilim, yeah, and then you have humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are different races, and and if you're going to be racist against somebody, be racist against the Nephilim. I mean, I think 
That's my that's my stance. I am I am I hate the Nephilim. You hate and the Nephilim. And honestly, if any of them want to try to get with me, and I certainly am not going to be for their right to vote. The, the Nephilim are at the core just evil. Oh man, you horrible man. He's a Nephilim. Oh, Those that, stinking that, giants. That's funny. That, that, that's hilarious, man. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh, gosh exactly that, that's funny yeah yeah race race has always been uh why are we th- why do we think we're going to solve this problem especially why do we think politicians are going to solve this oh, problem? politicians will never solve this <laughs> oh problem. my god we'll get, let's let's hey little little pop well, started, quiz for you it started it started well i mean started with the native americans man can i yeah and here it started with yeah that's what i'm saying I, let me ask it, you this question can you tell me a problem that a politician solved i'm and just pop quiz not particularly. Yeah. No. I mean, I will. The closest they, I have, thing. I, they, I mean, they've attempted. Well, yeah. It may have, may have, may have. I mean, I think there's been some. I mean, have, they may have chipped away at some things, right. but nothing, nothing, a hundred and ten percent solved. Yeah. I would say. Well, they. And here's my point in that statement: you might right a wrong, but you're not going to solve a problem that is an internal issue. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, you can write. I think they have righted some wrongs, but they've right. never solved. Something and like you said with, um, with racism, politicians can never solve that because, like you said, it's an internal issue, right? And and more importantly, it's not something um, people aren't born that way. That's something that's taught. Sure, caught even. Yeah, I would say more caught than taught. Yeah. I think it can be taught, especially when we're talking about those extremists. But yeah, it's taught. The caught part is mm-hmm. like that's just the way we are. I mean, like you know, what I'm no, saying that's not no. no well, no, I'm are. saying they're yeah. catching it because their parents or their grandparents yeah, yeah. exist in a certain. No, that's mindset. not how that works. Whoever, you, whoever you are listening, if you've heard us, if you if you are that way, that's not how that works, man. Sorry, stop <laughs> it. Yeah, that's just <laughs> just stop it. Yeah, but yeah, it is it is taught. So I think the only way you could, the only way the only way politicians could attempt to chip away at it would be to would be through education. Mm. And that would be the only way. So not legislation, but education. Yeah. Education would be would be the way to, like I said, like I said, they, they can't solve it. Mm-hmm. But if they were to educate, that would help. And then, okay, so this brings me to this. Which means you need to uh, correct the history books. Yeah, so let's talk about that. <laughs> hey, listen, history is written by the winners. You, you got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I, You know, when when you think about that, that phrase you've heard that phrase history is written by the winners yeah yeah i you know i think about that and the first time i heard that i thought oh wow that's like true i mean if uh if you if you destroy well well yeah yeah, i mean you can it can be written by third party observers but i mean if you process it like um a whole race is wiped out by another race Mm -hmm. like well of course the race that does the wiping out is going to talk about how evil the race was Mm -hmm. they wiped out yeah um, but of course, it, of course, they're going to put it in their own. Well, why, right? They put it. They're going to put it to their. They're not going to be like, advantage. "Hey, this happened," and this. So, so okay, man. This opens up a massive can of worms with our 18 minutes left. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, think about this. So, like, tr- who do you, who do you trust? Like, what? Who do you trust is telling you the truth? <laughs> the, only, the only, I mean, the only people you can trust really would be your family. Yeah. Really, I mean, because that's. I mean, as far as when it comes to, I know when it comes to history, especially when it comes to, uh, um, when it comes to black history, I mean, the only people I trust is my family. I don't trust anybody else. Right. And the problem with that only, it becomes obviously very localized. 
Yeah. Right. And yeah. Now the cool thing is, is when your family's back, there. You yeah. Know? But also it goes back to culture. I mean, sure. Our Africans have a history of passing down stories. Right. That's that's just culture. That's just cultural. Mm-hmm. So just like just like uh, Latinos, well, they know, just like Latinos and Asians. Yeah. I think I think those minorities, especially living in the United States and being mm-hmm. part of this um, country, I think heritage is a maybe it's not a bigger deal. Cause I think Irish, for example, the Irish, the Italians that mm-hmm. I've known that they passed down their history too. Mm-hmm. And this is something I find funny actually is just what I said. Yeah. Irish, Italians, Germans, mm-hmm. they all have their own culture, but they get lumped in to whites, for example. Mm-hmm. And yet they have like, if you, if you go look back if you the, live, if you live in America, they do. Well, right. Because outside of America, that's not the case. Absolutely. In fact, they would, but <laughs> it's <a> offensive. Lot- <laughs> It's offensive, but a lot of that has to do with the fact that. Uh, but who does the lumping in? That's the thing. Because yeah. if you go back, you look in the 1800s in New York, you had a lot of Irish immigrants mm-hmm. coming in and they, they were did. treated like dirt. Absolutely. In yeah. fact, the 1400s slave trade in America mm-hmm. was Irish. The 1400s. Wow. It was Irish slaves. Wow. And the British did the selling and the negotiating yeah. because the Irish were. British slaves. Yeah. Nobody ever talks about that. Yeah. They just get lumped in, but they were, you know, they were the first American slaves. Not to say there weren't some Africans. I don't know fully, mm-hmm. but I obviously yeah. we know the 1800 slave trade. Yeah. 1700s and 1800 slave trade. It was very real. <laughs> yes. You know? And yeah. so that's the whole thing is, is we are living in a, a very, we're typical America, right? We live in this space. It's like super short history of time. Mm-hmm. Our memory doesn't, we don't see world history here. We, we focus on, you know, the, the most history we talk about is the sixties and seventies. True. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. Cause nobody really mentions the fifties and forties anymore. Not anymore. Right. We're, yeah, t- anymore. we're, we're so short yeah, they did, they in our thought process. Yeah, and, and people seem to forget, they forget things that, yeah. And forget world history. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think this is the problem because I, uh, and I'll be talking about this tomorrow. I'm going to go live on our scatter shooting podcast with Randy Renner. Mm-hmm. And I am of the belief and you know, it's a few hours away from kicking off. That we are currently in a cold civil war two in the United States mm-hmm. and that it will quickly become a hot civil war. Now, as this airs for the first time, mm-hmm. maybe we'll already be in it. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think at the core of it is is this. I think it's our lack of understanding of history. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and, and acknowledging it. And to your point, and, you know, I brought up who do you trust? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know who to trust. I certainly don't trust mainstream media like at yeah, all. No, no, no. I, the problem with any, um, we'll say freelance media mm-hmm. is a lot of them are still getting their data from mainstream media. So, yeah. you, so it's hard to know, yeah. you know, they're having to sort through. Yeah. There's a handful of journalists out there that are actually doing the work that mm-hmm. are themselves. That, that are actually, that are actually pounding the pavement and going, going and getting actual real right. information and real Excuse me. Real facts. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But but even the lion's share of them are still dealing with politicians and so much of what they're yeah. doing that you're like, well, okay. But even, but yeah. But on top of that, they're getting they're getting overshadowed. They're getting overshadowed by the actual mainstream media. Well, nobody, yeah. Because nobody's paying attention to them because Absolutely. there's so much mainstream media that's just blocking them out that nobody hears what they're saying. Right. So. And, and this is this is why I think we're destined for this. The other thing, and I'll just throw this out too. I think we're destined for this because, um, you know, according to what I believe in terms of end time prophecy and what's going to happen, um, biblically speaking, 
um, the United States has to become militarily irrelevant um, for the Battle of Armageddon to make sense that we read about in Revelation because it says the whole world will unite against Israel. And right now, and it doesn't say Israel and the United States. The United States is not in the Bible. It's just not there. Yeah. You know, you can conjecture it in there. <laughs> you yeah. know, you can yeah. say, well, this, that, and the other. But fundamentally, you know, it's just not there. And so can you imagine a world right now? Well, let's say this five years ago. Could you imagine a world where the United States wasn't relevant worldwide? Yet today. So so anything happening worldwide biblically without mentioning the United States implies to me that the United States is no longer worldwidely relevant. Yeah. Uh, definitely on the military front. And the only the logical end conclusion to that is we're of course not going to be doing something militarily worldwide if we're in the middle of a civil war. True. And, or other things that can make us irrelevant economically, natural disaster, various things. But I think the most likely thing is all of those. It's 2020. (laughs) It's 2020. (laughs) And let me just tell all those who are listening, 2021 is not going to be better. (laughs) <laughs> Listen to me. He's it's not going to be it's better. It's not going to be better. You guys are acting like, oh, man. it's 2020. Everything could go. And then all of a sudden, nah, you man. think this magic thing's going to happen January 1st? Nah, come on, man. Mm-mm. Like we said, but like we talked about, like we were talking before we started started the podcast, Eddie, uh, Eddie Van Halen. <sighs> come on, man. Eddie right? Van Halen and then Sean Connery. Oh, dude, man, come on. I'm done. Sean, let me tell I'm you. Done, dude. I walked in. I told my wife, I said, this is like the first celebrity that's died that I've actually thought. Man, that sucks. Was Sean Connery? Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude. I was like, what? I know, because I, I just assumed he lived w- to be four thousand sixty-two. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah, because I, I woke up to that when I went get the heck out. I was like, wow. So yeah, that's messed up. But well, yeah, Eddie, of course, Eddie. I mean, Eddie, man, that goes without saying. Music dude, lovers, music creators, you can't. You yeah. got no matter where you stand on. Van, I mean, I don't know anybody who's like, Van Halen sucks. I've never known anybody say that. Me neither. No matter, no matter what incarnation they were talking about. Exactly. So I whether mean, you're talking about Sammy or David. Right. Or both. Um, <laughs> I've never heard anybody say they suck. Because I, I, I'm I'm one of the few. I'm one of the few that likes both incarnations. Wow. Uh, a lot, see, a lot yeah. of people. A lot of people. You know, you have your purists that are you, that are Diamond David. Dave only. Know. You know, and that's the, and that's it. Which is fine because yeah. I'm the same way. We like both. Well, I like <laughs> both. But that's fine because I'm the same way with Queen's Reich. Oh yeah. There's only one Queen's Reich, and that's Queen's Reich with Jeff Tate. Yeah. That's it. There will never be any other kind of Queen's Reich. <laughs> and you, you can fight me on this. We'll argue because I can prove it. It's all right. There's only one Queen's Reich, and that is with Jeff Tate. Period. Yeah. It's like there's only one. There's only one journey. Steve Perry. The, that's that. The, that's that's yeah. just it. I totally agree with now, that. Now the only thing outside of Steve Perry is Greg Rowley because he was the first singer. Fair enough. Okay. But he didn't but, really. I mean, yeah, he didn't. He didn't get him to that. He's like the fifth Beatle, you know. What I'm <laughs> I mean, it's like. Well, I mean, good on you, but but you got to remember though those first those first three Journey albums are all Greg. Yeah, you know, and they you, and you know they granted no he didn't get him to, you know, right to the status so, that they are. But <laughs> you still got to give props to Greg because you got to remember, Journey was formed out of Santana. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and Greg used to sing for yeah. Santana. Well, so him and him and Ross and and Neil left form Journey. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They came they came out of they Journey came out of a group that was already right. I mean, come on, we're talking about we're talking about Santana, come right? On. That, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So here's what I'm gonna say about Eddie. Yeah, uh, I think the proof is in the pudding, and the reason that Van Halen had success because because let's be real, how many bands really have success when they change their front man? To the degree that Van Halen did, if any. I'm trying to think. 
because there there's there are there are there are some there are there, some there are some anomalies i'm trying to think um but here's the thing. Here's my point. Because there are going to be some, but you're going to have to strain to find them. Yeah, I'll have to strain it because the, the only one that's coming off the top of my head doesn't really. I mean, it, it does, but it doesn't. And I'm thinking I'm thinking on the Christian side, but go ahead. OK, well, well, and that one definitely doesn't count because yeah. there's too much grace in Christianity. People are like, oh, it's so sweet. I love that he's singing with him now. Yay. Well, I'm thinking of. Well, we'll see. But see, my thought, my the first band. That came you're thinking of Newsboys, aren't you? Actually, no, I'm not. Okay. Because I think they've done pretty good. Oh, well, actually, Newsboys have done amazing with Michael Tate. Exactly. But my, but no, my first thing was, no, I was thinking of, I was thinking of Petra. Oh, yeah. Totally agree. Because, because. Totally cause, agree. Because you can remember when, when uh, Volts left. Yeah. Uh, Bob went and picked up John Schlitt. Yeah. John Schlitt used to sing for an extremely famous classic rock band called Head East mm-hmm. that had a number three hit single called Never Been Any Reason. Anybody knows their Head East knows their classic rock. So that's, you know, he went and picked him up and then Petra just right. blew up. Right. I mean, Petra was already big at that yeah, point, they, but it became they, bigger they, well, and with here's John the as the front They man. became, they, 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 they changed. Their sound changed. Yeah, their sound did change. And, yeah. And, and they, yeah. when I look at, when I look at Van Halen and, and my point in all of this, when Go I look ahead. at, when yeah. I look at Eddie, mm-hmm. Dude, like it's I don't care what you're listening to. Yeah, the lead vocals change, but it's still Eddie. It's, oh, it's well, yeah. Van Halen. Yeah. And I think that that's what's, what's really cool to me. And what it speaks to is is the power that he had. I watched his eruption solo live the other day. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, still amazing. It just always amazing. Golly, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and I just think, man, th- th- this is anyway, That that's where my respect lives for him. Besides mm-hmm. just enjoying the music, my respect lives for the fact that um, you could have such fan base distinction when you talk about the red rocker and diamond dave and who's yeah. gonna, yet everyone still loves van halen it's That's just true. which one you want and yeah then, you know yeah. and even then like because i'm with because, you but, i like both but yeah, I, because, yeah, I, I lean thought, towards sammy because i think his vocals are cooler well see the thing know? is i think i think with um um you know people that's the thing people can say what they want about um about sammy Okay, you can say whatever you want, and that's fine. You, you're entitled to your opinion, but the, the like you said, the proof is in the pudding, and numbers don't lie. Right. <laughs> Van Halen had bigger hits when Sammy came on board. Right. And that's just a fact. They had bigger albums. Now I'm not taking any. Trust me, I'm not taking anything away from the first Van Halen album, Van Halen Two, Diver Down, Women and Children First. None of those, and especially especially not 1984. Mm-hmm. 1984 is probably one of their biggest albums ever. Yeah. But you cannot. You cannot, um, you cannot discredit fifty one fifty or OU eight one two right at all zero because they had like number ones yeah not just one <laughs> right. but number ones off of both of those yeah you know and that's the thing um, with nineteen eighty four they finally had some number ones mm-hmm. and they should have had them before that you know um, it's almost like comparing LeBron and Jordan. It's, yeah, it, it really is. It's yeah, a different see, era. Yeah, it is because see the thing. The thing is, what people, what people, what people forget is the element that Sammy brought into Van Halen was one a whole nother songwriting element because right. Sammy writes. Right. So you have Sammy and Eddie both writing at the same time. Second thing is Sammy's also a guitarist. Mm-hmm. So now you've got two guitarists in a band. Mm-hmm. Okay, which gives Eddie space. It gives Eddie a lot of space because he because he. Uh, uh, Sammy's going to play rhythm mm-hmm. unless Eddie throws it to him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And even then, like, and why even then, would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. Because he's Eddie Van Halen, <laughs> right. you know? And so, and that's the thing. Sammy knew that and respected that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You know, I got to, um, so I took, 
Uh, oh, I was going to say ran sound. I didn't run sound at that event. Uh, I got to uh, be a photog for Sammy at a concert. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's fun. That is fun. Yeah. yeah. It was the benefit concert Toby Keith put on at OU. Oh, really? Back when tornadoes. Nice. I was yeah. stringing for a country, uh, country magazine. Yeah. And uh, so I got to take pictures of all those guys, be backstage with him and Willie Nelson. And oh, went to Willie Nelson's tour bus. We Dang, won't talk about that. <laughs> I didn't do that. He doesn't remember anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome because I've never met him, but I got to see him because I, when I saw Van Halen, I saw him in high school and I saw him with Sammy. Mm-hmm. And that was the uh, Monsters of Rock tour 19. Sammy's a really cool dude. I was That's surprised. That's what I've heard. I've heard, yeah, because I've heard, I've heard, I've heard like various stories, but. Nine times out of ten, the stories that I've heard, everybody has always said Sammy was a cool dude. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, doesn't treat the help bad, basically. Yeah. That's how you judge it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You well, know. yeah. Well, that's how you, well, that's how, yeah, that's definitely how you judge uh, a lot of your um, uh, people in the limelight. Right. A lot, of, a lot of rock stars. And that, and I'm saying that straight across the board, whether you're, uh, I hate using these terms, but whether you're secular or Christian. Yeah. Um, you know, but as as far as the music industry straight across the board how you treat the people around you that are helping you when you go to the shows mm-hmm. that speaks volumes right because trust me if you're i'm gonna tell you right now if you're a person that's getting into the music business if you're a band trust i'm gonna let you know now people are watching you mm-hmm. and if you do something that is not good character trust me it will get around oh yeah yeah because word of word of mouth is still the best uh form of uh advertisement because trust me yeah. I mean I, you and I both know because we've both been in this business for a minute and I know I know when I was do, I know when I was doing promotions when me and my first wife I mean Judy and I used to do booking and promotions for bands here back in the late 90s um, yeah there's so many bands that I um, yeah there's a couple yeah there's some I was just like really mm-hmm. dude really I'm like you do realize who you're representing here because see I'm just be, I'm just be flat out honest at the t- when Judy and I were doing it, it was strictly all Christian bands. Right. So from like 95 to 2000, almost 2001, you know, we did booking management promotions for just for local bands and for national acts. And so, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> dude, it's bad. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, man, I will say this. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, and so, and like, but like we said last time we talked, I've seen both sides because right. having, having worked for the cat, I've seen both sides now, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah, there's hardly it's, any it's difference, crazy. which is kind of sad. <laughs> well, you know what? It is, but it isn't. And I say that because I say that because mm. I say that because it proves that they're human. Right. I know. And, yeah. and, and see, there shouldn't there should there should be difference. There should be a difference as far as their beliefs yeah. and as far as how they treat people. Yes. And maybe let's say maybe, yeah, what you do on stage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There should be a difference because, because say like if, if, if I go to a concert and the newsboys and say, uh, who, <laughs> no doubt they're both on stage. All right. You know, I couldn't think of a current band. No, that's good. Um, you know, if they're both playing, if they're both playing on stage. Yeah. I better expect the newsboys to have some kind of, character character and i and and they should there should be some sort of uh there should be some sort of moment you know where they're 
talking about Jesus or something yeah. in between songs where they're saying, hey, you know, if you don't know who God is, blase, blase, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That should happen because that's that's what's supposed to happen in their concert as opposed to no doubt. Now, I have no doubt we're to do that. Be like, oh, you got saved. <laughs> I know. Well, here's what you I was going to say. You know, but, yeah. but, 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 you know, that being said, you know, when we talk about the difference when it comes to when it comes to those bands being backstage. I'm going to say no, because everybody's human yeah. and everybody lives lives. Prime example is when um, I'm glad we're bringing this up. Prime example mm-hmm. is when prime example is when Michael Sweet caught flack for posting a pitch on Instagram with him and uh, their new bassist, Perry. Mm-hmm. They just got they just got done recording the new album and they had a celebratory cigar. Michael Sweet loves cigars. So him and Perry were smoking. They, they both have a love of cigars. They collect them. They smoke them. He caught flack. Yeah. I'm like, dude. So what? <laughs> Who cares? His faith has not changed just yeah. because he's smoking a cigar. Big freaking deal, man. You know, and he, seriously, he did. And, and I remember, man, I wish we had more time. Next time we need to talk. No, seriously, next time we're going to talk about this in detail because his response was golden. I love, mm. man, Michael Sweet is one of the baddest dudes on the planet, dude. I love Michael to death. Um, So happy I actually got a chance to, I was blessed to meet him. Mm. I met him a long time ago, back during his first solo tour here in Oklahoma City. But um, uh, yeah, his response was amazing. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't bashing, um, and it wasn't hateful, and it was very respectful, but very to the point mm. and very truthful at the same time. Um, and so that's why if I go backstage to a concert and say it's like a festival, mm-hmm. and say you have a combination of Christian and non-Christian bands playing or quote unquote non-Christian bands mm-hmm. uh, because you can be at a band and be a Christian and not necessarily be absolutely prime example. Kings X U two. Anyway, yeah. lesson there's a, there's your lesson for the day listeners anyway. Um, <laughs> but, um, Oh, breaking Benjamin too, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but if I go to a concert and, and say I'm, I'm the DJ working the concert and it's like 10 bands and say four of them are labeled as Christian bands but everybody's back there having a good time mm-hmm. sharing a beer. I don't care. Sure. It's life. I shared a beer with you today. Yeah. Well, you didn't give me any, but yeah. Well, you had well, one. Well, I had one. <laughs> you had a beer. I had a coffee. So, but I mean, and but, I mean, you know, whatever. But you, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But there, but there are, um, there are, and I'm going to say this and be honest, there are religious people. Sure. Who will come against them. But for that, I'm like, Dude, you need to sit down and shut up, dude. Yeah. And that's 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 one of the that's and that's another division within the church and a division mm-hmm. within humanity, period, man. And that that shouldn't be there, man. Yeah. If you know, if 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 the lead singer of Impending Doom when he gets <laughs> off stage favorite band. It's one it's one of my favorite, one of my favorite <laughs> hardcore Christian I've never, metal bands. I didn't listen to that. But, but uh if he gets off stage and decides I want a Coors. Yeah. He can have a Coors. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so what? <laughs> yeah. Just like more than, shoot, more than, more than half, more than half of your, and this is what people don't understand, more than half of your uh, Christian artists, whether they're metal or not. I mean, even, even your contemporary pop artists, more than half of them smoke. Wow. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, come on. It's just, it doesn't change their faith. It doesn't change their goal. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change the fact that, you know, they're on their knees every night praying too, man. You know, it doesn't change the fact that they know the word too. Yeah. It didn't change anything. I do want to give a shout out. We're talking yeah. about the fact that we have Christians 
one of the things you said I thought was really great is that they're secular bands that have Christians. Uh, maybe the whole band can be Christians. They're just you know, one of the distinction. Mm-hmm. What is the distinction? Like, what does it mean to be a Christian it's a band? label, man? That's it a, is. That's a label. And, and that's one of the reasons why King's X fought so hard to get away from it. Well, and the thing is your, your content now is all about, it has to be about Jesus. It can't be about driving in a car and an, a six, you know, thinking about an ex-girlfriend, even though that's totally something that a person might do. If you're yeah, a Christian, it's, part of life. it's un, yeah. unrelated, but yeah. here's the, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give a shout out to the nicest. This is, this is absolutely a fact. This is of all the different people I've met mm-hmm. musician wise. Yeah. The single nicest and who I felt like was the most authentic person I've ever met. Phil Keggy. No. Luke oh. Bryan. Country oh, I, artist. I believe that. No, I believe that. Yeah. He, I, that guy is the watch, watch, real deal. Watch his videos. Yeah. Like his like home videos, like on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. yeah. He's extremely authentic. Yeah. yeah I, I tell that just by. Just by that stuff. Just by that, yeah. I mean, it was like I wish I see. I, crazy. He, see, he's one I wish I could meet. Yeah, yeah. I, I awesome bet he's, he's guy. probably cool as cool as I'll get out. The, the coolest I've met. Yeah, the, like that's man. That's a stretch. I don't know, but one of my favorites that I ever met. Yeah, was Darius Rucker. Oh, I believe that and too. I, and the biggest reason I like Darius Rucker is because I'd never heard him talk. Uh-huh. I'd only heard him sing. Yeah. And man, he's got the slappy voice, man. <laughs> he started talking to me and I'm like, oh my gosh, can we just hang out and listen to jazz for like seven hours? Man, that's cool. I'd have paid real money for that. Yeah, I can I can see that about about both of them, especially Luke Bryan, man. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and as I have, you know, I have I have my list of. Of people, oh, too. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, well, like I just said earlier, I mean, Michael Sweet, yeah. he, he is authentic. He is one of the most authentic people I know of, especially as far as if we're talking just if we're talking Christian rock. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Just straight up. You know, I my experience and I will say this and. I, and oh, and ahead. also P.O.D. Yeah. 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 Definitely P.O.D. I've, I've interviewed P.O.D. twice and hung out with them many times and um, all four of them. Uh, definitely. Uh fathers family men mm-hmm. just down to earth just great guys to hang around with. i'm not gonna name the names but i will say this i when i worked at a christian bookstore we had uh three artists come in that were on tour together mm-hmm. and they uh were signing autographs one was a female who was really new and really young mm-hmm. um and she had some reasonable success the other two were um rebecca st james <laughs> maybe um <laughs> And uh, remember, we've run in the same circles. I, I can know, I right? can pick these apart, you know, <laughs> and, the, and the other two um, were had success and were more established. And mm-hmm. those two guys would have been happy to have never met them in my entire life. Rebecca, on the other hand, I did guess right. I am impressed. I well, guess you know why I guess that hmm. because I've met Rebecca more than once sweet, and, Re- yeah. and Rebecca is sweet as can be right. And both, both times I met her. She was still the same person. And actually if Judy was here, she'd tell you that cause she was with me. Hmm. Rebecca is genuine. Yeah. Very genuine. Well, what's really cool about her yeah. when I got to meet her was like right at the beginning. Oh really? So it was it was neat really? to me because see, I, can't, like, see, I can't remember if I met her right at the beginning or if I met her in the middle. Mm. I can't remember, but I know I, I've met it her. It was twice. her first album, and she was on tour with two established people yeah. that were. Yeah, yeah. We won't we won't go into names, but I can already you probably know who our party. We'll yeah. go off air. I want yeah, you to guess. Yeah, I'll see if I can guess. Yeah, that's yeah, because it's and that's the thing, man. Um, you know, speaking of that, man. Yeah, the yeah. We I'll, I'll talk to you about somebody you need to have on your show. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it off. We'll talk about it off air. We'll do it. Yeah. Um, all right. I, so, uh, 
for you guys who have enjoyed this uh, good news we got a part three that will be coming up at some point um, and uh, for those who didn't sorry we got a part three coming up so uh, and uh, by the time you hear it I will have put the bleep in <laughs> yeah. so, uh, thank you guys for joining oh, me on man, that, that just slipped out man <laughs> Hey, we just talked about Grace, man. It's all right. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to thank uh, John Downing for being my guest uh, again on Conversations. No problem, man. And uh, we will catch you guys next time. Thank you for joining us. And uh, if you want to find out more about our shows or anything else, go to streamgrace.com. Thanks again. God bless you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.